When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Week, a new crop of stories all about our favorite Publationships. Yes, I did say crap of stories. Now, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And, uh, you know, we like to talk about the publationships on this show. We don't even have an open yet for our publationships, do we? No, we don't. Should we roll the Chonus one just for the heck of it? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. It's time for a Jonas bonus. Okay, so it's a little early for a Jonas bonus, but we're gonna give it to you anyway. So this is really two uh, publicationship updates, publicationships, fake relationships, or relationships that could be totally genuine, but really, at the end of the day, they're all manufactured for the sole purpose of advancing the celebrity's career slash uh, attention on social media and otherwise. At least the stories about them Mm. are correct. Correct. Our favorite. Publationship of late because we're currently waiting for it to crash and burn on the rocks of reality <laughs> is called Shamila. What's a Shamila? Shamila is a uh, oh my gosh, a Camila Cabello and a Sean Mendez. Yeah. I'm so I used to just putting Shamila. them together that I forgot their names. For the love of God, they are still playing us for absolute uh. fools, and we need to stop the nonsense. Thanks to an article that appeared in. Cosmo yesterday. Here is the headline now. And by the way, Cosmo is like the world's biggest pimp. Yeah. For the publication. Publationship pimps extraordinaire. Yes. Camilla uh, Cabello says that she's always loved Sean Mendez with all her heart. Now, that sounds shocking to keen followers of the Colleen and Bradley Publationship series. Why? Because we don't think they love each other at yeah, all. Yeah, so wouldn't it be weird if we don't think they've loved each other at all that she's saying they always, that literally a publication is saying that Camila Cabello has always loved Sean Mendez. Always. In quotes. Okay, so then I read the story. And here's what I read. You know, earlier this week, or earlier last week, um, Camila was gushing about her relationship. <clears throat> Not necessarily with Sean Mendes, but yeah, a relationship. A relationship. In L saying L magazine, quote, honestly, this past year and a half was the first time I really experienced falling in love with another person. Okay. Long story short, does that say anything about Sean None, Mendes? Zero, okay. nothing. Okay. Also, the last year and a half, like allegedly they've only been together for like like actually in love with each other mm-hmm. for like a month, two mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. three months, mm-hmm. maybe. Now if you're one of those people, says Cosmo, who believes Shamila, they call them Shamila no. because they don't know how to make no. <laughs> names like we do. Like, stick do with we us. have to do everything for everybody. You do Shamila because that doesn't make any sense because I don't have time to explain why. 
Shamula is a goes. If you're one of those people who believes Shamula is a PR stunt or doesn't like when celebs get mushy, you might want to click away now because Camila Cabello has also talked about what it's been like for her to be in love with Sean and how affected uh, how it's affected her music. So, oh, okay. There's another quote. Let's see. Like, is she really gonna use the words Sean connected to love? Mm-hmm. I think falling in love is the ultimate artistic inspiration because it opens you up. Falling in love for me just brings out all my vulnerabilities. All these things come up for me, show up for me. It just makes you open. When I'm in love, I listen to songs and I just cry. I cry easier. That must mean I'm just more open. What? Does that that say anything? No, not really. About Sean? Just sounds like she's kind of emotional and cries a lot at, at music. Okay, so I heard again, nothing about Sean. Yesterday, Camila Cabello says that she's always loved Sean Mendez with all her heart. Where does it say that? No, it doesn't say that. Oh, wait. Let's go back to E. When she do you remember when she spoke with E? This is a conversation Cosmo is pointing out or reminding us of where she actually speaks of loving Sean. <gasps> wait, what? Go okay. With I'm with you. I love him, Sean, with all my heart and always have. We've known each other for like a really long time. We've been there for each other. I think we drifted because we weren't hanging out very much. And it was fun to be able to reconnect and hang out again. Okay. That sounds like Excuse buddies. Excuse me. So you fell in love. You don't tell us who you fell in love with because it would be very easy to just say, Sean, I fell uh-huh. in love with Sean. Uh-huh. Right. And then when you actually do mention Sean, you talk about not the fact that you fell in love with him in a romantic, intimate sense. No. That you guys really have loved each other for a long time you've always been there for each other it was fun to be able to reconnect and hang out again do you um, say hang out again no. with a man that you are getting naked with no yeah. no to quote the words of scat man bebop no. and doo-doo-bop bing with <laughs> no badaba daba no No, you don't use that language. So again, Cosmo is perpetuating this idea and it's really making me angry because tabloids are getting lazy. They're saying these two are in a relationship, yet neither of them has confirmed. No. And if you believe otherwise, show me the proof because I will show you how you're wrong. I will show you the proof (laughs) of your wrongness. They have never acknowledged through themselves or anyone else that they are in love with and in a relationship with one another in a romantic sense and never have. And don't try to show us pictures of the two of them making out uh, at a cafe, in a pool, on a street, or anywhere else, actually, for that matter, because that does not mean they're in a relationship. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, please think back in your life of all the men you have kissed. Mm-hmm. Were you Hold in on, relation- I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's going to be, be an hour. I mean... <laughs> Wait till we get to my 20s. <laughs> Would you have considered yourself in a relationship with all of those oh, gosh, men no. or dating all of those men? Not or even a little the bit. Most romantic relationship of all time with Never, those men? not so many of them exactly. know. Sorry. So, at very best, we know that they like to suck faces. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Or they don't like to, and, and somebody told them to. And they allegedly love each other. Okay. Cool. But not in a romantic sense, meaning that neither of them has said to us with a name attached that they are in love with each other. Yeah, it's dumb. I mean, they think we're stupid. You know who else thinks we're stupid? Priyanka Chopra. This is one of our other favorite publicationships. Uh, we call them Chonus. Who is a Chonus? Nick Chonus and Priyanka Chonus Ruff. 
No, it's Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. See, again, it's hard to get those I names know. apart once you've stuck them together. Exactly. So remember the VMAs, the 2019 VMAs that just occurred, like, what, two weeks ago? Yep, when she was incognito. She was not there. And uh, we saw, we noticed. I mean, it was very obvious that she was not there. Because why? The Jay sisters are always where the Joe bros are. Yeah, because it's like the Jonas family hit parade. They're like a cloud of... Remember when we set off as this, sure. yes. Remember when a we crop set off dust of mediocrity. We set off the stink bomb in the studio, yeah. and we talked about how that cloud just wafted. sort of wafted, but it stayed together. That's what the Joe yeah. Bros and the Jay Sisters are. Basically, they're pop culture nuclear fallout. Exactly. Yay. So um, we all wondered. We were like, "Where was she?" Well, okay. Then the next day, she photoshopped herself into a picture where the other two Jay Sisters are making out with their men or hugging their men. And poor Nick was just sort of standing there in the middle. She photoshopped herself sort of wrapped around yeah, like, him. <laughs> but that was only after we all pointed out, hey, for somebody who's been on his... Yeah, you know what? For like every five seconds to get attention, that was an obvious miss. Right? So it took her over 24 hours to like put that out there, right? And it's, trust me, trust me. And she never Photoshop does not take 24 hours for a job like that. Exactly. And just to be clear, we pay attention to details. She never said anywhere in a publication where she was. Nope. Never gave a heads up. Never said in the moment when people were calling her out. It took her 24 hours and all she did was Photoshop a picture. She never actually gave an excuse or came up with some reason for why she wasn't there. Until now. Oh. Yeah. She did an interview with entertainment tonight it's It's a a real real good good show show, but mostly not and uh she this was during the uh toronto film festival which happened over this past weekend so this was on september 7th that she had this interview and they asked her they were like where were you at the vmas oh the heat's on now she goes i was sick that day which is why i couldn't go to the vmas oh no that is lame i know she was not sick oh Oh, but she says she was. It was supposed to be this fun night where all six of us got together. Pause. Because we never really get to do it that often. I'm sorry. What? Do you not remember uh, the countless times we've been forced to view their presence uh, in the same location? All over. Like when they went to that college town in Iowa and were like drinking on a bar and Mm -hmm. dancing like they were just cool kids. Like it was Coyote Ugly. Yeah. I mean, come on. Okay, so she says, we don't really get to do it that often. We all have very crazy schedules. And now that the boys are on tour. The boys. Right? We meet as just the six of us. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Anyway, she basically was like, "I so this was supposed to be that fun thing. We had dinner planned after, and then I was just really unwell. I think Nick felt really bad that he was there and I was unwell. I was watching it from my couch at home, and when they won, just seeing his face, I felt like, ugh. So she thought, you know what? She says she literally took her phone into her hands and created a quick fix to show her support from afar. No, I'm sure her people were like, girl, first of all, you know that she has a staff. Yes! A social media staff. So she probably, like one of them, you know, she was like, hey, you guys, we need to deal with this. The fact that I'm not there. Yeah. By the way, she did not take her phone into her hands in that very moment. Girl, it took 24 hours. Okay, so let's not forget reality. Then she goes, that's the reason why I love technology. It doesn't matter if I was there or not. The picture makes it look like I was. And the internet <laughs> and the internet would believe it. Okay, also, Honey. she did not do that Photoshop job. That Photoshop job was quite good in the sense that, like, 
they actually got his hand in her behind yep. area. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- what I'm saying is she didn't just do that on some dumb app and throw it up like the one you did. Like for I example. did. Yeah. What are you saying? It wasn't good. I mean, no, I'm saying it was a, a, a good representation of your abilities when it comes to Photoshop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whatever. Rude. Anyway. So she wants us to know she was unwell and that's why she wasn't there. And it took her so long to fake a, a picture that made it look like she was there. No, that's no. total lies. We're not as dumb as you think. No, because, because she would have just said, I'm really bummed that I can't be with my boys tonight. Like, I could write this in my sleep. I can't be there with my boys, my peeps, my posse, my Joe Brobe. Brobe. Can we also throw this out there? Who talks about their spouse and, like, their adult spouse as the boys? boys? Yeah, well, because they're not really... Uh, exactly. There's nothing genuine here. This is them acting. Right. And, you know, acting. much like the acting in her actual career. Right. Thank you. When we come back. Awkward held head tilt. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here. She's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Hello, guys. Happy Monday. Nice to be with you today. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, I love it. Wendy Williams says she's dating many men. Ooh, amidst her. her divorce from I mean, Kevin Hunter. Get out there, girlfriend. The more, the merrier. So she is, of course, in the midst of her divorce from her husband, Kevin Hunter. And she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and said she's not dating one man, but several. She says, I see many men when asked if she is still dating the doctor that she was seeing over the summer. And she said um, that she has age requirements for potential partners. She's 55. So this will give you a little bit of you know context. She said the youngest would be like 48 and the oldest would be 65. Oh, so she's not hanging out. Wait a minute. Wasn't one of the guys she was hanging out with this summer younger like, than her? Like 30 or like yeah. 28 yeah. or something and, like that. Yeah, remember? Was like a convicted felon or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was great. So she, yeah. um, that's what she's up to. She's dating many men between the ages of 48 and 65. Okay. okay, good for good. her. I'm I mean, glad to know that I, she's not, you know, isolated. I also don't buy it for a second, but that's just me, whatever. I know. I, I just feel like, yeah, I don't think so either. No, I think she's just, I want her to just take a beat. Just take a beat. Just say I'm not dating anyone. Yeah. You know, I've been in an abusive and relationship. Nobody for would judge decades. her for that. No, nobody would. This feels like another cover up. Yeah. Like everything's great. Oh. It's like a constant pointing the finger at other people. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
mm. with her instead of looking inward. I see that Elizabeth Reese is talking cover-ups on the Colleen oh. and Bradley show. That's a delightful oh. development. Thank like, you. Well, sucked you in like a tractor beam. I went to Costco over the weekend and got a really big thing of tinfoil. Mm. So good. I'm good Then to you should be go. good for a while. I'm good to go. Uh, Dr. Oz, who is of course the host of the Dr. Oz show, he's making headlines today because his mother... Thuna has Alzheimer's disease, and he said that he completely missed the signs. So he said, I'm feeling guilty because I completely missed the signs until fairly late in the process. So he's 59. His mother is 81, and his father just died in February. And he said that he and his sisters noticed different irregularities to their mom's actions. Oz saw that she was struggling to find her words. His sister thought she was kind of dressing a little bit oddly, but the sisters didn't put the signs together. Mm. And he said, Alzheimer's is like a snake in the grass. You don't see it. You only see the effects of it suddenly. And if there's a wind blowing in the grass, you don't even notice the grass moving strangely. It sneaks up on you. You know, I think he's talking about this and a lot of, a lot of, um, families can relate to that. Absolutely. Because so many people are struggling with it. Absolutely. But you know, Listen, there are a lot of things that Dr. Oz talks about and shares that I'm like, okay, we could have done without it. But yeah. this is one well, as long as, where I feel like he'll do some good. As long as he's not telling you to treat that Alzheimer's with, with Garcinia, Garcinia Cambogia, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Kate Hudson's son, Ryder, who is 15 years old, calls his mom out for posting an Instagram video without his permission. Ooh. Another thing I think a lot of parents can relate mm-hmm. to. So um, he posted, Mom, you didn't ask me if you could post this, and then did a laughing, crying emoji. But in the video, Kate Hudson and her boyfriend and their 11-month-old daughter, plus her 8-year-old son with Matt Bellamy, are all sitting together singing Happy Birthday. Oh, that's cute. So it's cute. But um, apparently they have some rules in their house that involve, you must ask permission. Which is a good thing. I know, it is a good thing. Yeah. It's like as they get older. I know, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, okay... Where do I need to just always be reevaluating my boundaries with my kids and social media? Because they don't really have a say. Right. Yes. And the answer is yes. Yeah. You have Mm -hmm. to always be looking at what you're doing and why you're doing it. Exactly. Okay. The crackdown on the Madonna merchandise is happening. So her tour is starting, right? It was postponed um, like a week, couple weeks. Now it's going to be back on. So they're starting in Brooklyn. And this is remember her like kind of intimate tour, right? Where the not tickets of are her super intimates, but not actually, of her intimates, yes, but it'll oh, be thanks for clarifying. Venue. I was very concerned. <laughs> well, it is Madonna. It is I'm Madonna. Just saying. So Live Nation is taking aim at anyone who's going to try to sell illegal uh, Madonna merch within the realm of where these concerts are taking place. So Live Nation has filed legal documents as a preemptive strike against bootleggers uh, attempting to hawk bootleg Madonna merchandise nearby the venue. So they want folks attempting to sell unauthorized concert gear to be banned at all 17 shows scheduled in, in September and October. So this includes things like apparel, buttons, tour books, anything else that um, uses Madonna's trademarks without her permission. And they're claiming bootleggers cause huge financial losses, and they want the court to order them to turn over any rip-off merchandise for destruction and give police the power to seize unauthorized items found in the okay. area. Okay, this right. is a lot. You know, for that somebody who's this constantly... woman needs her money. Well, yeah. Yeah. well yes. Live Nation does do this for other performers. I mm-hmm. mean, this is really a Live Nation deal. This is definitely an extension of Live Nation, but to have your name attached to a story that kind of goes against like the, you know, when she stands on a chair and shakes her fist at like, you know, the 
like powers that be in the world that are trying to take away all that's good. I mean, yeah. I kind of feel like, honey, you're, you've you're, gone to yeah. the dark side. Exactly. A little yeah. bit. A yeah. little bit. All right, fair. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, the headline today that she played a key role behind the scenes in bringing down Harvey Weinstein, but she was slow to speak out against him because she was worried that it was going to come off as sleazy and end her career. And this is all according to a new book um, that is outlining the Harvey Weinstein scandal. So it's called She Said, Breaking the Sexual Harassment Story That's Helped Ignite a Movement. And it de- it's detailing Harvey Weinstein's downfall since October of 2017 after articles in the New York Times and the New Yorker magazine exposed him. And um, they're saying, they're talking about how at the very beginning, and there's um, there are, I mean, this is being written by the New York Times journalists who worked on this, mm-hmm. that although there have been more than 80 women who have come forward to accuse him, that at the beginning, it was very difficult to get anyone to speak up, not surprisingly. And that Paltrow became a crucial early source, even though she refused to go on the record until later, that she played a much more active role than anybody has ever known. And it was very scary for her because he'd been such an important influence on her career. But I also feel like we don't really know. Like, she did not really speak all that publicly. Right. About it. But yeah. maybe she gave a lot of behind the scenes information that okay. led the journalists in that direction. And maybe we'll Which find out more about that. Which that is a good thing. Yeah. But yes, I'm curious to know more. Thank you, yeah. Elizabeth Thanks, Reed. Thanks, Elizabeth. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? Thank you for asking. We have Ashley on the line. And what is Ashley playing for? Ashley is playing for a big fat pair of these. A singular MyTalk1071 t shirt. You know, you can put them on your pair and uh, show them everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Ashley, I like that. Write that down. You ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Anastasia Steele is the lead character in what book and film series? Um, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Norman Bleeping Rockwell is the latest album by which singer? Next. Kaya Gerber is the daughter of which supermodel? Cindy Crawford. Private Dancer was the comeback album for which performer? Um, Tina Turner. The character James Bond has what numerical nickname? 007. Who did Norma Bleeping Rockwell? Latest album. Mm. Oh, Ashley. By the way, love that you just asked the question, who did Norman Norman Bleeping Rockwell? The album. The album. The answer to that, of course, is... Lana Del Rey. All right. So, uh, unfortunately, Ashley did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. However, she will have an opportunity to play tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230. So can you. Exactly. On the Colleen and Bradley Show. All right. Now that we've answered all those questions, let's move on to solve mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Da-da-da-da. Got some celebrity gossip mysteries for you to solve this fine Monday afternoon, okay. Colleen and Bradley. Here's your Let's first mystery. Okay. 
His lavish lifestyle Mm -hmm. and constant requests for money from an organization have taken their toll on the bank balance of this former A-plus list (gasps) dual threat actor who is now probably B-plus list in the work that he gets, but is permanent A-list. We all know him. His projects keep getting worse in quality as he chases paychecks to get through the later years in his life. Okay, I don't know why. Is this a Scientology experience? Uh, Is this... Well, I want to say Tom Cruise, uh, but I think it's John John Travolta. Travolta. Yeah. Yes! I'll fill in the blank. blank. (laughs) All right, so... John Travolta's lavish lifestyle and the constant requests for money from Scientology have taken their toll on the bank balance of John Travolta. He gets not-so-good work lately. The projects he does keep getting worse in quality as... John Travolta chases paychecks to get through the later years in his life. So, John. Don't feel sorry for him. He made his bed. Um, The thing that I was going to say, though, is um, I don't know that I ever would have. I guess he was A plus list, but. Yeah. Oh, like back in the Saturday Night Fever. Dancing with Princess Diana. Yeah. I just, I feel like he, yeah. Because I think to me, A plus is Tom Cruise, and I don't hold John Travolta in Tom Cruise's stead. I get it, I, but I, I think some of it has to do with like the household naminess of John Travolta, Maybe. because everybody knows who he is. Yeah, but like, but you know, at first when you said lavish lifestyle, I was like, what kind of lavish lifestyle? And then I was like, oh yeah, he has an airplane. But he's an airport. and a landing yeah. strip, yeah. and yes, and not just an airplane, a jumbo jet. Yeah, yeah. that is his very own. Yeah, yeah. that he has. I for forget him. we we didn't really have taste back in the eighties, so yeah, we didn't know. We made a lot of weird choices. And I, I do think John Travolta may have been one of them. All Although, right. thanks for the stories, John. Yeah, you've certainly got a lot of mileage out of him. That's for sure. Uh, all right, so let's do another blind item. This A-list everything in her mind gave, quote, zero blanks Ooh. about the fur protesters she recently encountered. Well, you know that the giveaway here is usually everything in her mm-hmm. mind. Do you that would say be it? a J-Lo. I just don't remember any fur protesters. Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I don't either, but according to NT lawyer, Jennifer Lopez gave, quote, zero blanks about the fur protesters she recently encountered. Um, Oh, here we go. Hustlers heckled for wearing fur at Toronto Film Festival. Well, good for them. Okay. I mean, I'm okay. This is why I'm stammering because I'm curious, like, how I'm supposed to feel about this. What do you mean? Like, has JLo at some point been anti-fur? No. Okay. No, it's just, I probably, you know, like any celebrity these days, you wear fur and people are going to come at you. Yeah. Yeah. And she just didn't care. And NT Lawyer just wanted to point out, not only did she not care, but her attitude was apparently a little flippant. Aha. Towards okay. the protesters. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. Carry on. Carry on. Yes, you are. Want a crazy blind item? Oh, duh! Who doesn't? I all want right. all the blind items. Throw One them all that at perhaps us. is about a fake celebrity death. Oh, yes. oh, yeah! Sign me up for that. We love these FX series. Here's your blind item. Okay. There is now more and more buzz about this underage, sex-loving A minus list actor. <laughs> Excuse me. Keep going. You know, being alive. <laughs> 
I suppose the world's condemnation about his love of underage sex and the resulting loss of acting gigs might have caused him to fake his own death. But would he do that to his child? Elvis? Uh, Elvis? (laughs) You were so sure about that, Well, because remember there was that story about that we just listened to recently. I think it was a blind item that um, Priscilla Presley has not ever really said how young she really was when she and Elvis fell in love and that he had a taste for younger. That's what I was going okay. with. Ah. But he would be like, I don't know how old Elvis would be, like 100 or something right now? Probably in his 80s. Okay. okay. So we are looking for... Someone who died within the... I think they passed away within the past decade, for sure. Yes. Somebody who died in the past decade who clearly had a taste for... Did we know he had a taste for underage people? He didn't hide it. Oh. it but And people have gone back, I would say, uh, researching this person that it was he was basically flaunting these relationships with teenagers out in plain sight. Now, it was a big to-do when this person passed away because it did involve an accident. And people were very sad. Oh God. Um. Oh no. Can you go back and read that? Can you read the blind item again? Yeah. Because I was so keyed in on Elvis, I forgot. She's the like, rest. I heard nothing but hoots and clicks. <laughs> Here we go. So there is more and more buzz about this underage, sex-loving, a-minus-less actor being alive. I suppose the world's condemnation about his love of underage sex and the resulting loss of acting gigs might have caused him to fake his own death. But would he do that to his child? So saying that there are rumors floating <gasps> oh, around. Um, hold on. Uh, Fast and Furious. Paul Walker. Oh, oh, where did you pull that out of? My brain. I don't know. I I think it was the. I was trying to think of who has died within the last decade. That had a child. Yeah, I didn't even... But, like, did we know that he liked underage people? That I wasn't... He is, you know, I, when I didn't focus on that part, then that's how I got it. Yeah, so let me fill in the blank okay, for you. Thank so you. there's more and, then and we'll more talk about buzz it. about Paul Walker being alive. And I suppose the world's condemnation about his love of underage sex and the resulting loss of acting gigs might have caused Paul Walker to fake his own death. However, would he really do that to his child? So saying that if you... Hear these rumors out there perhaps there's not really any truth to them that is however paul walker and his girlfriend jasmine at the time she was 23 when he passed away paul walker was 40 however uh she was only 16 years old when they met and started relations he was 33 so um just to give you a heads up of how many people take this particular segment of our show seriously Uh uh-huh julia just texted yes call walker Oh, I think she that, meant Paul. But oh, I was going to say, is that a sibling? A voice but good. Thank you, yeah. Julia. Yeah. Thank you. Also, be in the sleuth. I have. I think I had one more question about yes. that. Yes. Oh, it's not even a question. It's just a wondering. Like I think about this more often than I should admit. Like I want to know. I want to have a reveal of a celebrity who actually did fake their death. And hear what they did in the intervening years. Well, that's the reason why they fake their death, Colleen. Because if you found out that they fake their death, that kind of I guess my point is like what I want is proof that somebody has ever actually done this to actually probe you, and that's not going to happen. Nope. You don't know. No, I mean I kind of do. By the way, (laughs) Paul Walker did have 
other underage girlfriends besides this one. <sighs> so, you know, maybe there was a trend. That is happening bizarre. in his life. Well, mm-hmm. Holly, thank you. Do you have, uh, is there one more quickie or no? Uh, no, we can move no. on. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Bye. Um, All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I fulfilled everybody's dreams. I did something that you only think about doing in response. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To something that happened to oh, me. Oh no, okay. I'm going to tell you about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, so I uh, did something that I'm not proud of over the weekend, oh. and I feel like the best thing to do is talk about it here. Rested again? No, uh, but I did the thing that everybody dreams of doing when they've been wronged in some way, but I actually carried it through. Okay, what did you do? I'm going to tell you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I think it's important to remember while I tell the story that I recognize that my reaction to the situation was juvenile and also that I'm not entirely proud. Okay. But it did feel good. Okay. Tell us more. So my family was at the Twins game on Friday night. Okay. Is that Friday night? Yes, Friday night. We were at the Twins game, which we love to go to Twins games. It's a very fun family activity. Of course. My husband had gone out, honestly, if I'm going to be really honest about where my husband was at this moment, he had gone to the concourse to spin the gigantic Treasure Island wheel. Oh. Okay, so that's where he was. Resort and casino. Um, So that's where my husband was. And uh, so I was sitting in our seat with our three kids. There was a row behind us of, you know, probably... Mid 20 somethings. Uh, I don't know if they were a family or whatever, but there were like six of them and they were talkative and they were really like kind people. And then there were people seated behind them. And at some point, uh, I felt a shower. Oh. And I thought maybe it, the skies had opened up very quickly and it had started raining. But then I realized that nobody else in front of me or to the side of me was reacting to this shower. And I heard behind me the people saying, oh, my gosh, that's beer. And I turned around and looked and there was a person seated behind them who had I don't know if he had opened a beer. He must have spilled his beer when he sat down oh, or or whatever. Awkward. It got all over the place. Yeah. And I sort of looked at him waiting for the apology and the apology never came. But what I heard was uproarious laughter oh, no. between this person and the person who he was seated with. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that was so funny. So hilarious. Holly, was it you? My kids are like, 
have been showered with beer. Yeah. Which I hate that when you're in a concert or something and you just end up smelling like beer. I, you know, and listen, it, it is w- perfectly one thing if like somebody trips and falls and spills yeah. and then is apologetic. But you should apologize. You need to apologize. Yeah, sure. Recognize what you did. Laughing is not really appropriate in no. that moment Mm-mm. because now I smell like beer and so do my underage children. Yeah. Thanks. Whatever. No apology. And, and the I, whole row behind you. Yes. So, you know, my husband came and sat down and at some point. The, one of the people, the people behind me had been gone too. And so we were kind of updating everybody on what happened while you were gone, right? Not in the game. No, in the seats. Yeah. And the more everybody talked about it, the more angry I was. Like this guy didn't apologize. Yeah. And like we were all soaked. And, you know, she sort of, the girl behind me was kind of like, I was just really like, it's all over did my she, back. Did anybody say anything to this guy? No, because he was laughing oh, so hard. I mean, okay. he was just like tickled at this. And that just infuriates me. And my kids are like, what? Why do we have beer all over us? And my daughter was sort of getting tired. And I was not, you know, I was a little bit tired too, by the way. That yeah. game went on to like 11. So it was like probably 930. And my daughter just was like, I want to go home. Yeah. And I was like, I get it. I get it. Let's go. Yeah. So she and I left. We left my boys with my husband sure. at the game. But I was like, this is my chance. Like, Uh this guy is, and it was sort of a split second decision, but also was an indulgence of that rage I had inside of me. Yeah. And I think it was a little mama bear because my babies were now like drenched in beer. Mm -hmm. So I picked up the remainder of one of the water bottles that we had been drinking in our row. Okay. There was like probably two inches left in it. Yeah. And I sent my daughter up the steps first. Yeah. I was like, I'm right behind you. Don't worry about it. Uh, And I took the two seconds to stop at this guy's row. I know it's already awkward, right? Uh, Are you feeling the embarrassment for me? And I took the bottle and I poured it in his lap. And I said, the word you're looking for is sorry. Oh, my God. You poured water in his lap? Yes, because he poured beer all over me. What, What happened? I don't nothing. I just kept walking and I never... Oh my God, he didn't say anything? I mean, he was like, oh, he said sorry, and then started laughing again. Then he was out of earshot. Oh my God, it's a good thing he didn't overreact. I mean, it was, you know... Did it feel cathartic, yes, though? Yes, it felt so good. Like, <laughs> Did I your just daughter felt see? so good. No, so, that's why I sent her up the steps before me. I feel like you would have me. to have a conversation after, like, do what Don't I say, do that. Not, not what yeah. I do. No, and like I said, I felt like I have this. I have a do. I have a duality of emotions inside of me. Well, yeah. I mean, there's like a good Colleen and a bad Colleen. Yeah. So, like, I have the satisfaction of having done the thing that you usually are. You know how you do that, though? Because you've had that happen before where you're like, this is what I'm going to do. But yeah. then you don't do it because you have oh, impulse no, because, control. Well, not only impulse control, fear. Like, I don't I like I think all of these horrible things that I'm going to do to people. I never do them because I'm afraid that they're just going to. I don't know. Have you met the world we live in? Yes. today? Yeah, it wasn't my <laughs> best moment. I'm no, it certainly wasn't your worst. But can I just say to Holly's point? Yeah, it just felt kind of cathartic. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. Ooh. And I don't like that part of me. Yeah. I'm holding that all together yeah. right now. I'm just saying. Anyway, my point is, I've done that before. If you get me at a wrong time in my life, I will not have well, impulse control. Like the control. lady that you um, yelled at the at Neil Diamond yeah. concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to spot injustices in our world. Yeah. 
No, I mean, these are meaningful. Tell people what happened uh, with that story. I can't even remember the whole story, except for that it was right she after... She was butting in line. It was right after the Manchester bombings happened yeah. uh, at the Ariana Grande concert. Mm-hmm. And for good reason, they were amping up security. Yeah. I mean, they were really, really trying to bulk up the security. And so we kind of had gone anticipating a very long line. Yeah. And um, so everybody was trying to be very patient. And we knew that Neil Diamond wasn't going to take the stage until the lines were all empty, right? He wasn't going to just get on stage and start singing while half the arena was still waiting to get in. Yeah. Um, but that didn't stop this one woman from wanting to get in. And she was kind of pushing. She kept on pushing from behind me. Like, I was just standing there and she was like pushing her body. Yeah, like there's her nothing physical... more annoying than people who are, you, it's like, you know what's going on. Yeah. And like, come on. Are like, what are you, 12? Right. Like, calm down. We're all going to get there. And so she was pushing me, like literally with her breasts, like pushing oh, me ew. forward. You know what I mean? Like had I mean, her body on me and was like, go, 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 go. And I just was like, I'd had enough. Like I was like, I don't need you in my personal space anymore. And I did. I just turned around and popped off and was like, go go around me you're in a hurry go yeah and i it was not i probably did not say kind things it again not my best self but what if you get me in the wrong moment yeah. i just might not have well, grace and i don't like that but it also felt kind of good yeah well again everybody has those moments where they are stuck in a place where people are acting like buffoons and they just, it's like the guy who wants to, you know, the guy who jumped off the plane and was like, yes, peace, out. peace out. The jet blue guy <laughs> yes. like grabbed a couple mini bottles and like <laughs> just deployed the inflatable the slide. Inflatable slide. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And sometimes no. And listen, I don't condone what I did or I'm not suggesting oh, everybody also do the it. The time that you yelled at the children on the school bus. <laughs> oh, that one do was bad. That? Too. Oh my gosh. You guys, this is a pattern of behavior. Well, I mean, I'm bringing this one to therapy on I, Thursday. Thank I you very like much. That might not be a bad idea, but hey. I hear people calling. Do they think I'm a horrible person? No, oh. I think that I'm people sure have done relate. the same. Yeah. Yes. They're <sighs> relating to you, Colleen. You're not alone. Thank you. When we come back, neither is Britney Spears. We're going to talk about oh. free Britney after this. Well.